This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome back to another episode of the 1912 Exiles podcast, the first, the original Newport County podcast run by the fans for the fans. I'm your very occasional host, Jack, from WeAreExiles.net. So it's a snow day here for us in Newport. As I edit this and look out my window, the flakes are falling. So what better entertainment for all you slackers and dodgers at home telling your bosses you can't come in because there's a flake on the driveway? For all you commuters on cold trains, if they turn up, and for all those people with soggy cuffs scraping the snow off your cars, then Ian Street, the man on the northern beat with his away diaries from yesterday evening at Grimsby. But before I pitch it to Ian for the floodlight watch and other such excitements, don't forget that our hashtag announced bony mugs are available for just ten whole pounds. Just contact us on Twitter or 1912exiles at gmail.com to order. All proceeds go towards getting you more content. More 1912exiles. Actually, wait, hang on. Whoops. I nearly forgot. It's time... Yes, it's my favourite game show with no answer. It's Find Foxhole. That's right. So, if you know the answer, get your answers on the back of a postcard, slap a stamp on it, and send it to 1912XLs. A free 1912XL snoo to you, the person who answers it correctly first. Who knows? You might be a winner. Anyway, nonsense and bullshit aside, missing chairman aside, let's hear from Ian, who's dragging his Grimsby pal Steve into the away end in a very northern and presumably very cold Blundell Park. Hello, and uh, welcome again to the north, or maybe to the east, I'm not sure, but um, yeah, certainly further north than Newport. 
back on it again today after Salford. Let's let's forget about that one. And we're heading off to sunny Grimsby. It doesn't get any better than this. We're talking about the glamour fixture of the week across any league. It's Grimsby Newport on a Tuesday night. Loving it. I am being chauffeured across to Grimsby today by uh, Steve, who's with me, who uh, works in the same office. We've got a bit of a, we got a bit of an office derby today. So Steve's a lifelong Grimsby fan, who's uh, kindly kindly taking me over. Can't disturb him now because he's he's at the wheel. But we'll we'll have a good chat with Steve when we get in there. Before we get onto the Grimsby stuff, just want a quick wrap up from Salford. A couple of things. Firstly, let's not worry about it too much. It's just one game, you know. Don't no dramas. Secondly, I want to give a shout-out to Scouse Lewis. So, obviously, on Lovable got injured, so he's out for the season. He turned up in the away end on Saturday. Well, it's like fair play to him. He gets bonus points for that. And the other thing I forgot to mention on Saturday was Muggs. No, not 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 me and, uh, and, and Jamie. But, obviously, I'm sure you've seen we've got our announced bony mugs, a bit of merch from the pod. So, as you all know, the pod runs on Bovril, Pies charcuterie and cheese but we do dig in our pockets to to pay there for various bits and bobs so if you like what we do and you've got a little bit of spare cash then get yourself a limited edition 1912 exiles mug with emblazoned with the announced bony thing so that that's great so all you need to do to get one is just slide into our dms or any contact us on any social media channel you like it's a tenner all the money goes to the pot to run in the pod and we'll get that posted out to you. Or if you want to get it from a home game, then Ed will uh, will meet you, and you can you can shake his sweaty hand and get the get the mug off him. So right, Grimsby today. It's a new ground for me. I can't believe it. I can't believe I've lived up here for this long and I've never been to Grimsby. I'm wondering if that's because I've been to Grimsby loads of times, but the ground is not in Grimsby. That could be why the ground's in Cleethorpes. So that's that's the first the first uh, fact we got uh, we got to get. Um, we're not going to Grimsby, we're going to Cleethorpes. It's going to be an interesting one today. Obviously, they they're basking in the glory of the cup runs. So hopefully they'll put out their youth team and uh, we pick, we can pick up three points. But we'll have a we'll have a good old chat. We'll have a look at the ground. I'm really looking forward to it, and uh, we'll have a chat with uh, with Steve when we get over there and do score predictions and all that sort of stuff. Amazingly, and this is this is what a nice person Steve is. He's coming in the away end with me today, so bless him. He'll see some sights in there, and um, <laughs> so we'll be able to chat throughout the throughout the game. We, we're going to do floodlight watch, of course, and I'm already know there's going to be we've got a floodlight story to tell. So keeping pails, we'll, we'll have that, and we'll have a chat as we go through the match. So I'm looking forward to that. So uh, yeah, well, we're we're trundling along. The sun is setting, the moon is rising, and uh, we're off to Fishtown, and we're, we'll see how it goes. Catch you up over there. Right, so we've made it in the grounds. Um, We've had a pint outside of clap, clap, clap fish at the. Uh, it was a very cheeky little um, supporters area, I guess, fan zone. Um, you wouldn't know it was there. Luckily, I'm with Steve, who's so guided me in there. And we've had a. There's a good brewery. I think it's Docs Docs Brewery. Docs beers. Docs beers. All the beers have got fish punned names. So we had a mango overboard and things like that. So that, that that's good. We've got in the ground. I've got to say right away. It's got the cutest supporters bar I've ever seen. It's like it's like someone's sort of a weird like front lounge. There's like old sofas in there and flags and scarves. It's inside. I, mean, I can't think of a supporters bar in a way end. It's like inside. Um, goodness only knows if there's more than thirty people here. What they do, but but it's it's cool nonetheless. 
And we've got in the ground, and uh, before we have a chat with Steve about form and all that sort of stuff, right, what, what are we thinking? So, a bit of a maze, I tell you what, I'm glad I had Steve with me, it's a bit of a maze outside of back streets and, and terrace houses to get in, proper old school. Right, initial impressions, compared to Salford on the weekend, obviously this is a classic, it's just got faded glamour, I would say, written all over it, it's, uh, I like it, so that we're in, I guess, I guess if there's a bigger way support, we're down one end... It's a covered, uh, all seats and covered. I reckon you might open it up. But for us today, they've just given us a little corner of it, which is fine, because there's about 30 people under the, on sofas under the, under the stand in a minute, so that's all we'll need. Um, the far end, I guess that's the home end, black and white seats again, probably similar to this, all, all seated, covered. To my left, I like this, cracking grandstands, two-tiered, like exec boxes, like or you know whatever they are, sort of mid-level. I reckon you get a great view from the top of that. Doesn't run the whole length of the pitch, which seems to be a bit of a trend I've noticed in grounds that only have stands that go like three quarters of the of the sort of size of the pitch. On the one side, and then on the other side, we've got another single-tiered all-seater things. Potential issues here with stanchions. We're trying to find a view where we haven't got stanchions in the way. And then we've got it. We've got to pick up on floodlight watch. So they are decent floodlights, to be fair. Although I am going to say now, they go up a bit, and then they, they, the array on top of them looks a little bit like a sort of fireman's. Um, looks like a sort of fireman's thing where they practice and drop the fireman on the top, and they've got to like abseil down it or something or escape from it. But Steve was with me here today. He's got a story about the floodlights. So, Steve. <laughs> So tell me about these Grimsby floodlights. So, um, if a Grimsby fan listens to this and I get anything wrong, I apologise in advance. But the floodlights are originally from bought secondhand from Wolves in like the fifties, I think. And I and I'm sure I, I remember stories where I was told that they were the floodlights that hosted the first ever floodlight midweek game at Wolves, and. Um, Grimsby bought them second hand, we had them for 60 odd years and then when we got back in the Football League um, we had to chop them in half basically to comply with the lighting standards so they're, they're not as glo- they're still pretty glorious but they're not as glorious as they used to be <laughs> I love that, I love that so you're not going to get any better than that on Floodlight Watch so the other thing for, for one of the reasons that Steve's come in you're wondering me, partly, partly to keep me company and chat about the game but also, he was saying this is the only bit of the ground obviously he's never sat in. What's your initial view, Steve, from the away end? It's nice, isn't it? I've I, I been reluctant to come in this stand previously. But this is a great view in the corner. That bar was fantastic. And this is why I love Bundle Park. Those, those like little corners where you can sort of smell the history of it. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's really nice. Love that. So, right, before we get into chatting about today's game... I, I've got a bit of a soft spot for Grimsby, partly because me and Steve chat about it quite a lot. But also, I think they've done brilliantly in terms of, obviously, they've been relegated a couple of times recently to the conference. We know what that's like, but they've got up quite quickly. And, and last season, they were only down for one. I thought we might be waving goodbye to them for a long time, but they came. Oh, oh they've got, they got a very, 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 very loud, loudspeaker. But we'll, we'll keep going. Right, hang on. I'm going to let this go for a minute, and then we'll, then we'll pick it up. Yeah, as I was saying, they came, they came back up straight away and they've got new ownership. They've got, you know, what is it, 6,000 season tickets here, something like that. So, Steve, what's been going on at Grimsby? Why, would you, why should we be a bit jealous of what you're doing? 
There's a lot, I think. I think the, the catalyst for everything has been the new ownership. Um, you could write a book on the previous lot that we're here for 20-odd years and kind of ran us into the ground. And we've got a new owner who is just a dream, really. He's from the area. He's got a few quid behind him, but he understands the community side of things. He values people above, above money. Um, and and he, he's just if you were going to design a football club owner it would be him I think I love that and I guess that's something that we need to think about we're a fan owned club aren't we all run by the trust which is you know supported by the fans I know there's conversations and, and, and rumour about who might or might not take over but having a club with the right stewardship is absolutely key and as Steve was saying as we know if you have the wrong stewards in charge it's a pretty painful place to be isn't it yeah it is and I think that the thing with our last owner, it was like a long, slow death rather than like just someone coming in and, and do some, doing something kind of drastic immediately. He, he, he just, he was a, you know, he ran a fish factory and he ran the club in that way too and everything was about the bottom line and didn't treat people well and, and the club suffered as, as a result and, you know, and thankfully someone's been able to turn that around pretty quickly but I think that potential has always been there but it's just great to have someone who's willing to sort of tap into that and, and I feel like I'm doing a bit of a disservice because it's not just one person so there's Jason Stockwoods um, and Andrew Pettit who are kind of the joint owners and they're this kind of consortium called 1878 who who bought the club so yeah it's, it's more than one person but they both have very similar ethos love that love that right so today's game obviously I'm assuming that you've all got your eyes on catching speed bolts down to Brighton so you're not going to be bothered about this game and we can swan up here say three points and Bogle will get a couple so I'm going to get your predictions in a minute but who I don't know anything about Grimsby I know you've got McAtee haven't you uh, we're always on the scout for a Grimsby striker that we can sign <laughs> they're not going to be Ryan Taylor I'll tell you that so who, 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 who should we look forward to today and what's your prediction for the game okay so players look out for I think our best player this season probably two so Harry Clifton in, in midfields is like a is effectively the lower league James Milner just never stops running can play in any position he's added goals to his game this season he's a Grimsby lad so everyone loves him and I think if he carries on like he is he won't be here for too much longer and then probably Luke Waterfall at the back who kind of epitomises the turnaround in the club the season we got relegated he had an awful season Hurst said he could leave on a free he stuck around and now he's club captain and he, he just stands for everything that this team is about just so dogged and determined will never give up and it, he's the kind of he's a person that scored the winner against Wrexham and yeah he's, he's the kind of focal point of the team I think. he, he kind of epitomises the values really and in terms of a result it's going to be a tight one we've got our good players back in that we rested at the weekend so and our last home performance was pretty good we drew with Leighton Orient and we were a missed penalty away from winning so but historically across the season we've been pretty terrible at home so it'll be tight it'll be tight I don't think there's going to be more than two goals I'm going 1-1 I think I got Bogle's going to score against us just like the law of the X and we do love him a bit still and uh, yeah, I think we'll we'll score off a corner or something because we always do. 
I would I would take I'd bite your hand off for one one tonight. I really would. Um, I just want to say for for all of, all the Grimsby fans listening to this because I know you're out there in your legions and the DN35 crew we have a good chat with. I want to place on 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 record my thanks to Grimsby for beating our friends in the north from Wrexham last season. I don't think the only people who were happier than you lot was us lot so that was absolutely brilliant so if there's anything you can do about keeping them down another season that would be magic but yeah I think uh, we're pretty good away from home I mean, we weren't great at Salford last week but our record's decent I mean it's a hell of a long trip over here to be fair I mean even from Leeds it's a three hour round trip so it's a long trip It's a it, pitch looks great uh, no, no dramas there you know, we've won the last couple of away games, Barcelona, with last-minute winners. So that would be that would be good today. But I, I, I would take, I would take one-one. But I'm gonna, I, I've got a sneaking feeling we might be all right today. Um, they're going to be blinded by the big lights of the cup, and we're going to sneak it two-one. And yeah, Bogle's going to score. <laughs> so right, I, we've both got pies. So I've gone for a Balti pie, and I think Steve's on a Steve's on a. What are you on there? Meat and onion? Beef and onion. Yeah, yeah beef and onion. So we're going to... get no fish pies available, obviously. No, so. no fish pies available. So it goes for the home end. Can you believe that? No, there was no, no fish pies. There's plenty of inflatable haddocks knocking about, but there's no proper ones in the thing. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to enjoy this. It's going to be good fun. And um, I'm going to get me bottle. Uh, oh, line-ups. Hang on a second. Hang on, hang on. What's our line-up? Right, there's a bit of a change. So Scott Bennett's come into midfield, um, and Country File Baker has pushed himself, has pushed uh, Clark out. So we've got Day and Goals. We've got a back three, I'm assuming, of Baker, Farkey, and Mickey. Norman and Lewis is the wing backs. Then the midfield: Bennett, Mariah Welsh, and Charlesley. Bogle and Kavanagh up front. So Bogle got the score against one of his old clubs. You've heard it here first. Ryan Taylor not to score against us. That's the, that's what we want, right? I've got, I've got to be bovril. We'll have, we'll get these down us, and we'll see how we go for the game. Well, the first news is we're playing in the green and white away kit. That's all I got to say. It's <laughs> a decent early start, to be honest, um, and. Bogle had one shot which keeper made an easy save and he was just being put clear through there um, pairing in towards the towards the goal but it was just on his wrong foot keeper's made again and made a decent save but but we've had a couple of corners a couple of throw-ins in so we've settled reasonably well right 15 minutes in I would say we've settled well what's your view Steve? I think you've shaded it yeah you've had the one very clear-cut chance and then uh, a bit more possession in our half I think Part, yeah, I'd yeah. say it's pretty fair assessment. Yeah, early days though. Another decent chance there. We've got a free kick on the right. Um, ball was swung in a really good cross actually, and I, th- I think I think it was either Charlesley or, or Country File got up for it. And to be honest, we should have got on target. It's just they've just put it past the post. But you know, to be fair, we we have settled well. You know, if games would decide on XG, we'd be a couple up now. But uh, as we know, we know I love an XG. First chance for Grimsby. Um, came from like a, like a, a throw in this side after Joe Day had punched the ball out. And they just chipped it back in. Guy guy got his head to it. He was under pressure and he, he's put it past the post. Early thoughts again from, from Steve. What, what, what are we thinking? I think Newport are on top. Well, they, we just had a good chance. 
that's Luke Waterfalls area as well. He scores quite a few of those. But I think Newport looked nice, playing a nice bit of football. Bogle looks dangerous. The long throw-in's a bit of a worry for me. Um, yeah, so yeah, hopefully we, we start to get a bit of a foothold in the games. It's quite one-sided so far. We've done it. I think Grimsby have done a very interesting thing here to counteract to counteract Mickey's long throw. If you look at the if you look at the runoff on the side of the pitch, they've literally cut a section away, which makes it harder for him to get his run up. Very very interesting sneaky tactics by the fish. And after that really positive start, we are one down. Hard to describe that comedy of errors that took place there. It started with Joe Day. As we know, not the best kicker. He's literally kicked it. There's no neutral play within about 20 yards of him. So it's gone straight to Grimsby. They've played it forward. Farky's done an air kick and missed the ball. The Grimsby players then played it back to McAtee, who's hit a shot over the top of Joe Day, who seems to be out of his goal. I, I, I'm a bit baffled by that. They don't deserve it. Steve, what's your view of that? I didn't see any, see any of what you've just described. I just saw a glorious half-volley lob over the keeper. But it's, it's typical McAtee. He's done nothing all game. You start to get fed up with him, and he just can produce little moments of magic like that. But, yeah, I think, yeah, I've been hard done by. definitely been the better team so far. So, yeah, again, we're having to come from a goal down. So, half-time, we are one down. I think that is harsh, if I'm being honest. I think we've had the better of the play, more of the possession, more of the territory, probably more of the chances. But, as we all know in this game, if you don't take them, you're going to get punished. Calamity of errors leading up to the goal with a great, with a great finish by uh, McAtee. Steve, I think, is sitting here quietly very happy indeed. <laughs> Steve? Yeah, I think so. I think we've we've done well to be one 0 up at half time there. I think yeah, Newport are on top. They've been in our half more, but but saying that, been a few slack moments at the back from Newport. They seem to be letting the ball bounce a lot when we when we're panicking and hoofing it clear, and that's letting Lloyd kind of get on the end of it and gain a bit of possession and foothold in Newport's half, and that's what led to the goal. But we've not really created anything from like any good play or anything like that so and Newport like I say a lot of possession good chance at the end there even though the guy was offside Bogle had a very good chance on his weaker foot we've seen him score plenty of those here um, so yeah maybe you're winning on XG but that's it I'm afraid <laughs> yeah as we know I love an XG so uh, yeah so one down but we're, we're in it we're playing you know, we're doing alright so we're, we're in the game so we need to just see if we can get one second half to be fair after um we had, a, we had a bit of a ropey five minutes after um, Grimsby scored where they, they came back into it. Um, but then we settled again and, and took the ball up to the other end. So we just need to keep plugging away, really. And we've got to count the errors at the back because without that, there's no way Grimsby will be leading in this game. So we've got to cut those errors out. To be fair, we started the second half well. Um, again, most of the possession, most of the, most of the territory, they're kicking towards us this second half. Corner to us. Mickey's looking dangerous on his throws as well. Oh, oh it's a goal! Do you believe it? Live! Here we are! Corner from this side. Lewis has swung it over. I reckon that might have been an own goal, possibly, but at the far post. It wasn't an own goal. 
Steve Say is not on on goal. I couldn't quite see who got on the end of that. Possibly Cam Norman at the centre back, maybe. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'll come back to you in a second on that. Yeah, Farky with the goal. He's he's not. He's been a bit jittery all game, to be honest. He's let the ball bounce. We know he's good against big lumps, but he struggled a little bit today against Grimsby's nippier forwards. But he's come up the trumps there, and to be fair, oh, hold on, oh, uh, chance to. To be fair, we deserve to be back in that right early second half. What are we thinking, Steve? What do you think of that? Well, from our point of view, it was a terrible goal from a corner. <laughs> he volleyed it in from inside the six-yard box. But um, to be fair, Newport deserve it. The second half's been more of the same, really. We we just can't make it stick up front at all. It's just been constant set pieces from Newport. So probably. I mean, I'd say a fair result would probably be 1-0 to you, but, um, yeah, hoping for a bit more from Grimsby for the rest of the game. So you're now sitting pretty, because you put you went for a 1-1 draw, didn't you, was the thing. So you're sitting pretty. <laughs> I went for a 2-1 sneaky shoe, one win, didn't I? So I, the ga- game is on. Bogle for the winner. Here we come. We're playing like Brazil here, tell you. Never mind this Premier League stuff that Grimsby can be. They can't. They, look, we're, we're giving them the run around here so far. And at Grimsby are panicking and they're going to make a sub. The rumour is they're going to bring Ryan Saylor on, possibly. Is that right, Steve? Yep. You may laugh, you may laugh, <laughs> but uh, he's the only one that can kind of get a tune out of McAtee. They play really well together, so I'm clinging on to that anyway because it's been dreadful so far from our point of view. I'm hoping to get him on because Frankie can probably play better against him than he will against the little ones running around with him. So, But as we know... Ed has cursed this by saying that he's going to score so that's the, that's my issue double sub here so we're going to go to are we, what's happening formations or tactics here Steve I think we're still playing 3-5-2 or maybe 3-4-3 who knows um, we brought on um, we took off a midfielder and put a striker on and then swapped a wing back for a centre back so I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out to be honest Brilliant. So we were just at half time, we were saying which team's going to make the first sub. And Steve was confident it would be us because he said that Paul Hurst doesn't like to make changes. But we, we, we forced him, forced his hand early doors. So let's see if we can hold him now. And um, Coco can get his army of thumbs on a bit later with fresh legs. So there we go. Still all of on Z then. We're looking, we've actually passed it a little bit better second half. We look not, look not too bad. We've got a couple of. Half chances. Number eight, Nathan Mariah Welsh had a reasonable chance there, but keeper got down, made a decent save. Bogle's keeping their um, he's keeping their backline honest. That's for certain. Oh, there was a big appeal for a penalty for Grimsby there. I saw the Rhinesman waving his flag, but he's given it to us. Excellent decision. Linesman's in black and amber. I don't know if that's a sign game breaking out here um, both teams trying to win it to be fair there's po- positivity we're, we're putting men forward whenever we can and when the ball breaks down in Grimsby are going at the other end we're at, what are you thinking so far Steve what are you thinking how's this going we've got what 75 minutes so we haven't made any subs yet which as Steve said we're playing alright so maybe we don't need to yeah I, I still, well it might be my Grimsby pessimism but I'm, I'm feeling like Newport are looking more dangerous definitely yeah, keep that up. But we, we said that in the first half, and then leaked a goal to a mistake. So let's see. Move of the match there, probably for Grimsby. Intercepted us down this end. We were breaking. They've got it. And just like I said a minute ago, it's getting end to end now. The game's getting stretched. They moved. Nice one-touch pass, and they moved up the other end. Whipped the ball in. 
no one got on the end of it um, and then it's, got, it's gone out for a goal kick but yeah that was a good move so it, this is anyone's here now I think another decent half chance there lovely ball sprayed out to Bogle brought it up to the edge of the box slid in Mariah Welsh who got a connection but it was he didn't really get much power behind it easy save from the keeper eight minutes to go double sub for the port with five to go Bogle and Kavanagh are off and Will Evans and Golden Boots McNeil are on and also I think Grimsby are making another double substitution I'll come to Steve in a minute because I don't know what's going on with that bear with me well Otis Garrett's coming on so there's another there's another new Bogle on the pitch Ed if he scores it's on you mate Steve takes three subs on life alike you're saying yeah, Lloyd and McAtee, who are sort of more mobile strikers, replaced by Otis Khan and Daniel Orsi, and then um, swap at left wing back, bringing on Danny Amos for um, Glennon. So, just the same, same formation. Yeah, not long to go here. Throw into us, it's a long Mickey throw. Could, could we, could we, yet again, could we sneak one towards the death? We're, we're piling people into the box, to be fair. You know, one thing at Cockburn, we do, we do try and we do, we do. Steve's not happy where he's taking this from. Oh, hang on, wrestlers pushing in the box. Hang on, bear with us. Right, live action, Mickey. Here we go, big long throw, ping it in there, mate. Corner, I think. Oh, oh. <laughs> that was a that was a corner in anyone's book and he's given a go, he's given a goal kick. Attendance tonight it's only like in the four thousand. Steve's moaning, he said it's the worst attendance of the season, I think. They're all glory hunters, aren't they? Looking for speedboats to the south coast. And, and there's a magical number of about fifty, I think, of us who've travelled. So yeah. One of them is a Grimsby fan, which is me. Yeah, and one it's forty nine plus a Grimsby fan. Three minutes of injury time, so we're right down to the, right down the wire here. Um, Grimsby, oh, I've got a throw down near the down near the corner flag, so just need to hold on here. I'll take a point. It's a good chance for Grimsby there. They came from one of those uh, long throws. There was a bit of a scramble in the box, and then they got a shot away. And I thought he was going to hit the post, but I think Joe D got his uh, he got something to that, and, and he kept it out. So yeah, good save. And Cam Norman, I think, is down injured now. I don't know whether that's a tactical one or whether he is injured. Grimsby fans are streaming out of the ground because apparently the Brighton the Brighton tickets go on sale after the match. So uh, there's going to be no bugger left in here in a second. There we have it. 1-1 one, one on us even. Uh, Steve got the prediction right. I think we that's a, that's the least that we deserved. I think actually we, just, we should have snuck that, but we've got to be happy. It's a long trip here after the defeat was Salford, one-one. Steve, quick summary from you. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Newport edged it, but actually I was just thinking I, I, you had a, the majority of possession, and I feel like I've watched 500 long throws from both teams. But I, I don't think Newport really opened us up. I don't remember any clear-cut chances. Maybe one in the first half. So. I think you had the majority of possession, but Grimsby maybe had a couple of more clear-cut chances. So on that, I am readjusting my evaluation and saying that a draw is a fair result, but maybe a, a sort of moral victory to Newport. I think it's a fair result. I think creativity has been an issue for us all season. So, 
you know, I think that's a fair thing. Right, we've had a great trip here today. We're going to slip our way back to Leeds, and I'll catch up with you all in another northern town. Stay safe, everybody. Cheers. Days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.